0: what's up alienation got an awesome episode with a fellow podcaster goes by Conspiracy. um uh, man this was a really good one i just had to hop on to a quick intro because there is one part that i wanted to clarify um there's a part in there where i'm talking about like the illuminati or the elite or the cabal or, or whatever you want to call them and i say that there's like pretty much three options for us um join them do business with them or die and um I don't want to take back anything I said, but I do want to clarify the dying part. Like, I don't want it to come off as, like, I'm scared of death, you know? In fact, um, I think part of being spiritual is losing your fear of death completely. And when you do that, you're actually able to use your lack of fear of death as a bargaining chip uh, when you go to do business with the Illuminati or the Cabal or whatever it is. So I just felt like that was a really important point to make uh, before you guys got started in the episode, but definitely enjoy. I thought it was a really good one. Much love to everybody listening. Appreciate you so much. What's up, dude?
1: What's good, bro? How you doing?
0: Good. So uh, how did you want to do this? Did you want to have me as a guest on your conspiracy or did you... When I do like a swap cast, I, I was talking human human vibration about it. She would let, she was like, "Y'all should just do a swap cast, put it on." Book. Yeah,
1: we could do a swap cast. I was yeah. I mean, we could we could do that, or you can, or we could do a completely different episode for mine. However, you want to do it it doesn't, it doesn't matter.
0: It really doesn't matter. I Me mean, honestly, I let
1: I honestly I'll let you have this one. You could you you could have this one.
0: All right, we can we can do it. However, um, I mean, we we actually have a very similar format. Um, yeah, the only difference is like. I'm kind of like the yin yang, right? Like my yin yang symbol is kind of like the blend of your overly blunt and conspiracy. Like I try to blend them both a little bit. Like I talk about I entertain conspiracy, but this it's not all about conspiracy. A lot of it is about like mental health and, and just like connecting people. Um, one thing I really liked uh, on on both of your podcasts is I've I've heard you ask people straight up like, "Are you spiritual?" That's a good.
1: Point. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for listening. I've just been, I've been dealing with, like, I am I can sit now finally. I wasn't able to sit for a while. I've just been dealing with sciatica out of nowhere. It just came. So I have family in and out of my house right now. I usually, I live alone, but because my mom flew in because I was, you know, I was in bed rest. So I've just been busy. So I haven't got, the only thing I did check out was, uh, I did check out the human vibration one, like little parts of it. I kind of skimmed through it a little bit, but I didn't get a chance to really just dive into the, into your episodes.
0: No worries at all. No worries at all. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, man, so basically I was listening to like all of Human Vibrations podcasts or like the ones that she had been on and like she's she's done a really good job. She picked like some really awesome podcast hosts overall, but, uh, but you were one that I was like, damn, he actually, like the way, like what he's trying to do, like I saw episode four was like building community and then like you're into hip hop.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm 31. I don't know how old you are, but like I was... 27. 27 see i was super into hip-hop up until about two years ago and i still love hip-hop like i don't get me wrong but i've i've kind of gotten more into like house music and like uh kind of just chill i would say chiller stuff um i still love hip-hop and like mac miller's swimming album is like one of my favorite albums ever because it's kind of like chill it's got everything that i like about music yeah but anyways man yeah so that's pretty much why i was like yeah i want to reach out to him um i think I think we would put together a good episode.
1: I appreciate it. It's like, you're the, one of the first pods. Yeah. Cause uh, the first part actually reached out to me for, you yeah, know, we just kind of just some issues going, <laughs> but after like overly blunt shit, but for conspiracy, the first one I asked, so I'm honored. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. Hell yeah. So usually, man, um, like I said, I don't really care if we do a swap cast or what, what, what we end up putting this one on. But, uh, one thing I'd do pretty much anytime, like I'm introducing myself or, um, like, bringing somebody on my podcast for the first time is straight up ask, like, what's your life story? Like, what makes you you?
1: Hold on, bro. My bad. Are we recording already?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. Damn, bro. I would have started I was completely different. I'm, I'm not used to this type of format, but um, damn. Uh, what was the question again? What was my background? What'd you say?
0: Pretty much. Like, what's your life story? Like, your formative experiences? Like, your worldview? What makes you you?
1: Uh, what makes me me? Um, that's a good question. I kind of got into this path or into this journey, uh, probably 2017. Um, uh, and yeah, man, when I, when I did psychedelics this year, really just, it really just changed everything. And I was already on a, on my path, but psychedelics really changed everything for me. But um, before then, you know, I'm just a kid growing up in Southern California, I lived in Riverside, California my whole life, moved up to Victorville, you know, met people up there, networked up there, eventually moved back down to Riverside. I've been building a Riverside ever since. It's like an hour from L.A., you know, for those that aren't familiar. And um, I, was, I was always intrigued by, like, interviews, and it was my favorite, my favorite pastime to watch interviews, watch podcasts, listen to podcasts. And um, like you said earlier, I was very into, I'm very into hip hop still to this day. And Initially, I wanted to do a music podcast. So that's how I started podcasting. And then eventually uh, on my journey, it was like, maybe I want to tap into this. After Corona started, I was like, I want to, you know, start speaking about the shit that I kind of been coming across. So yeah, that's basically how I'm here now.
0: (laughs) That's what's up. So you, so you grew up on the West Coast. You've been in Cali your whole life. Yep. That's California, what's that's what's up and so um
1: but fuck cali right, right now
0: <laughs> right i mean pretty much outside of that man i pretty much freestyle um I don't, I don't really like have like i wrote some things down just based on some of the episodes that i listened to um with you and like as far as hip-hop like what would you say some of your favorite artists are right now and then also like not just right now but like the ones that got you into it big time the ones mm. that you with the most throughout
1: mm. I love hip-hop. Like, honestly, Lil Wayne, Lil, I, had a, I, had a, <laughs> I had a girlfriend in ninth grade, and uh, she was a big Lil Wayne fan. And I like Lil Wayne, but she all she listened to was Lil Wayne. So Lil Wayne was where I really got into the hip-hop rabbit hole, and I started digging into, like, the hip-hop history and, and, and came across the bigs and the nazis. But that was all because of Lil Wayne initially. And, uh, but now, you know, because of what I know and, the, you know, knowing, knowing how dark the industry is, um you know it's all demon music which is fine you know because i still like to tap in i still like to engage i still like i still enjoy low frequency music but i'm aware that i'm listening to low frequency low frequency music so i choose to listen to you know the higher frequency stuff so but i still like it in my type of sauce so i still want to hear it in a hip-hop type of way so right now who i'm really big into is like ricardo rich you know he's he's real dope uh d-rock the menace is super dope you know talking about you know his his last
0: I'm sorry. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. All I heard was their first two artists, um, Ricardo, Rich, and then... Oh, and D-Rock. And D-Rock the Menace, you know,
1: they talk a lot about occult knowledge and uh, just esoteric information. You know, just es- esoteric shit, occult knowledge, you know, the, the the creator shit, spiritual shit. So I just like to hear it in a swaggy way, in a, in a saucy way. So it still has to be in the type of you know, hip-hop beat to it. It still has to have an element of the music that I typically listen to. But people are figuring it out, and artists are figuring it out. So that's why I'm listening to. But I ain't gonna lie, Bro. I be you know, I'm, I'm excited for a Drake album. <laughs> Hell yeah!
0: Do you do you fuck with bush Zombies at
1: all? Oh man, like heavy back in the day. I mean, that was one of the first ones. You know them and the what's the other group? Um, Underachievers and the Herb Shuttles and bat. You know Zombies, yeah, hundred percent. They're someone that's they're. That's why they never blew up like that, bro. You know they know what's going on out here. They ain't, they ain't selling out.
0: <laughs> what do you think about Bob?
1: Oh, uh, why do you think he got blackballed?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, he's, he's No, nobody talks about him anymore. That's for sure.
1: My boys are talking about flat Earth and climate control and the, the Camtro. So you heard the and...
0: Elements mixtapes. Who? The Elements. He put out a. He put out like Earth, Air, Water, Fire. Did you hear right. that?
1: Mm-hmm. i' didn't, I haven't heard him, but I, I I'm aware that he did do something like that
0: yeah you, you would love those. Check those out um you ever heard of Absol? Oh, man,
1: of course. Control
0: System, bro? No, ahead you, of his live, time. you live in Cali. You, yeah, Control System is like a top a top five. Oh, bro, Control was
1: so ahead of his time because I go back and listen to that. And then he was t- like, you know, that's what we live in. We live in a control system. So back then I'm just listening to it because it sounds hard, you know. i do not really listening to the lyrics like that. So I go back and I listen and you know, just the song Bohemian Grove, the the uh, soap song about the internet censorship, the fucking – the terrorist threats when all the gangs in the world unify and we stand a chance against the military tonight, you know, like so much shit in that album, bro. And it's we really live in a control system. So that was ahead of its time. Had the Pisces logo on the front too. You know, he know he, That was you the know. whole
0: Metatron's Cube. Yeah, it was all
1: Yep, the meta Yep, yeah. The Kabbalah shit, yep. Tree
0: yeah, life I'm, shit. So I'm 31, so that was actually like that was my time. That wasn't really ahead of its time. That was uh that was like right. I I woke up. You want to talk about like waking up, um I guess kind of like oh seven ish is kind of started, but then it really, I really kind of, I didn't get into psychedelics until 2009. And that's Mm. when I was like, okay, I'm fucking, shit is not what I was taught. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In fact, like I hear you talk about numerology a little bit. I just kind of got into that recently. I'm only like, I would say like 65% of the way through the book. what's it called uh, secret science of numerology what uh like how, how did you get into that and like what uh how do you relate that to music I know it kind of like it's all about frequencies right
1: uh numerology uh, applies to everything in life bro you know numbers are the original language the universal language uh numbers all hold energy and the elite know that and but that's even why those
0: numbers even those numbers are... Isn't the original language not even necessarily the number? It's more like the resonant, like the sound that that number represents, or like the frequency that that represents.
1: I mean, we have one through nine for a reason, right? Like we don't have any. There's no other number. It's like one through nine. So I feel like I get what you mean because before there was any number, before the system was even about, before mathematics was a thing, I guess, like an actual thing where you know people made it a thing then I can I get what you mean because we didn't need all that before because everything was just about symbolism and, and visualization. So if you, see, if you see a group of people, you, might not, you may not know it's 10 people or 10, 10 people in that group, but you, you see a large quantity. So, you know, you're going to vibrate a different way because it's gonna, you're going to get scared maybe, you know? I don't know, you know, just so, – but numbers hold a lot of weight, bro. And, and even if – just, just going like, okay, let's say when it did become a thing – these people, these elites, these cults—they know what these, what these um, numbers hold and, and what they represent. So that's why they always throw it in our face in the media, in movies, in articles, in the news. You know, just—it's crazy. Numerology is crazy, bro. It changed my life <laughs> for real.
0: <laughs> yeah, I um, like the way I see occult knowledge and like occult science and stuff is like, I'm really interested and fascinated by it, and I think we should learn it and apply it for like, I, I hate to be like so generic, but apply it for for love, you know, for love. And I was going to say good, but for love uh-huh. for, for, to, to heal fear, you know, like <clears throat> instead of like, I, I, I hear people talk about how the elites use it all the time. And yes, it's true. But I feel like we, there's always that like underlying, like we're being controlled. We have no control sort of thing. And it's like, No, I think we should be kind of like pumping it from the angle of like we should have everybody learning this shit so that we can use it for our own advantage, you know.
1: One hundred percent, bro. There's, I mean, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but I believe we live in a virtual reality, and we're all born with it. We're all imprinted with energy when we're born into this into this realm, and all that you know just plays a part, bro. So these people. Like I get, I hundred percent feel you, bro. We should be using it for love. We should be using it to apply just to our everyday life. To be honest, uh, but these people, they know about. They know that they know their information, and they just flip it on us. <laughs> they just trying to manifest their reality, bro. And then we got to use those same tools that they use, and manifest our reality with it.
0: Right, and that's what I'm saying is I think love is more powerful than fear. And so as long as we have the same knowledge that they do, and we're just using it for love, and they're using it for fear. And we have the same like level of knowledge as far as that love, as far as power is concerned and like the the, the, the realm of knowledge or wisdom or whatever you want to call that concepts, ideas, as long as we're equal there, then love is going to win. I feel because fear oh, yeah. there's always the people on the side of fear are always mistrustful and distrustful of each other. Cause they don't have any love, you know? So the mm-hmm. only reason that they even follow their leader or whatever is because they're all scared.
1: I agree. I agree. I agree. What's your thoughts on it? Do you think we live in a matrix? Virtual yeah. reality?
0: So, yeah, I was actually, I wanted to come back to that is like when you said living in like a virtual reality. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> but at the same to, time, like...
1: To, to what extent though? Yeah, to what extent?
0: Yeah, so like t- to be devil's advocate or like to, to imagine like one of my friends trying to argue with me about it. It's like, okay, how is this a virtual reality? Like they're always, when, when people hear virtual reality, they're programmed to think about like the video games that they play. Yeah, up, yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Uh-huh. And like they don't realize that that this is this is just an, a video game for some other entity. You know, I, I I use the word archons a lot just because I've I've looked into Gnosticism. I really like Gnosticism. I, I actually go by G. My middle initial is G. Mm. And, um, I've always just been fascinated by like Masonic symbolism. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so yeah, so so basically, um, yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much that (laughs) (laughs) um so so, yes I guess to circle back to the virtual reality part like um I feel like we we are kind of like sims you know like to to compare I think that's a a lot of people compare that to that video game to what real life is I think as far as like making that analogy for somebody who's on that level like that's the best analogy for it but th- mm-hmm. it's the only way to make the analogy if you're not there like the only way to see it is to see it you can't explain that shit with symbols you know what i'm saying
1: right yeah mhm i 100% believe we live in a in in a in a virtual reality i do believe we are the sims i i i agree with that 100%
0: what do you think about Atlantis
1: uh you know what bro i don't i don't know and I think that's the thing. I think that's the main thing, bro, that we don't know. I think there's all these conspiracies. You know, the people that look into Atlantis, the t- Tartaria, Egypt. I think, yes, there might be some truth to it. But by the end of the day, bro, we weren't there and we'll never know. And we, I think we waste so much time, time trying to figure out if Atlantis was a thing, if this was a thing, if that was a thing. we it's in this like, yo, we being lied to right now in, day, in present day. And we don't give a fuck about that. So why we, you know? So Atlantis, I don't know, bro. Based off what people have been saying, yeah, I would believe it's real, but I don't know. <laughs> you know, I, maybe I some other guy will come debunk that theory, and he might present some better information, and I'd be I'd be more on that side where, hey, I mean, it's not real. So I don't know, bro. I don't know what exists no more, and that's where I'm at. With Murph fucked me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Listen to the episode, and for real, like. He, de- he definitely had me questioning some things. One thing that, I, that I'll that i always, that I'll never let go of, I guess, is like my belief that what I believe literally, um, or the way the human mi- vibration would put it is like, we render our reality. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like faith is part of how we render it. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not just that I believe that, but it's almost like, I mean, somebody can, somebody could doubt it or debate it or whatever, but like, that's their doubt. Like as soon as they doubt it, then it is what it is. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So like, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, the one thing that I hold strong to as far as faith is just knowing that my faith is that power that renders my reality. And so... Even if I believe something's real, okay, it might not be real, but, like, are you a South Park fan at all?
1: Uh, I'm not, no.
0: Okay. There's this one one episode called Imagination Land, Uh and uh, it's actually, like, a three-part episode, but at the end, they're talking about how, like, Jesus and Santa and all these figures that aren't real, and and Cartman, because Cartman loses a bet, uh, or he, he, all right.
1: Is that the one that always dies?
0: There, there's a bet. There's some sort of bet about leprechauns being real. <clears throat> and Kyle's like, no, leprechauns aren't real. And then they see a leprechaun and Cartman's like, you got to suck my balls because that was the bet. Like the bet was Kyle would suck Cartman's balls if there was a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And so like basically the, it's, you know, it's, it's South Park. So it's fucking crazy. But right, the, yeah. there's a bunch of imaginary characters have started to leak through to the real world. Is like the plot behind it or whatever. Hmm but at the end they're talking about like how Jesus and Santa and all these so-called imaginary characters have actually affected our life more than uh, all these real people that we see every day like the convenience store clerk or like you know Um, what I'm saying so cops (laughs) the level of faith that you put into Santa and Jesus and all of these what in all of the stuff that we believe is real, but isn't in some in some way, shape, or form. But that's where the line becomes what's real and what's not becomes very blurry because what you believe you make real, no matter how fake it is. But if you if you're lying to yourself and you continue to believe in things that you know, that reality is no longer supporting, you know. So mm-hmm. it's you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a hard time. <laughs>
1: The power of uh, yeah belief is power. I mean, yeah, it's, it's powerful. Or the power of what thought, you know, just thinking of something, that's I mean, just powerful, I mean, bro. It's also
0: just a, agreeing to that thought on like a soul level, like not just on mm-hmm. a conceptual level, but when you put faith in something, that's like you've invested your whole body, your mind, body, and soul into this right. concept. Which, as long as you're aware that it's just a concept, like you can do what you want with it. You're it's more of a power like an art than a like a, a concept that you're locked into like faith like what you believe like it's this rigid thing that doesn't change like I'm a Christian or I'm an whatever <laughs> you know, like, right yeah people's belief yeah. changes all the time if they're being real because <laughs> reality changes all the time
1: yes I tell people man just just stay in the middle man don't like because you get caught up in, in, in one theory and then you just go down that rabbit hole so bad. But like I said earlier, like we don't know. So why get so invested into something, you know? Yeah. It's better.
0: you had gotten into the Q stuff.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's where I messed up. Yeah. Cause that's look how that played out.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, I've always said, and and see, so, so again, as I was saying at the very beginning, I'm a little older, man. So like, when I first got into it, my mistake was getting into like InfoWars and Alex Jones and shit, you know? And uh, like I always say, man, they mix the truth and the lies. They want yep. people that look into truth to, especially when you first start looking into truth, to grab onto something and be like, oh, you guys are all crazy. Like, this is actually the truth. And But just, just that act of holding on to it is what makes somebody look weird. You know what I mean?
1: And or- that's why I tell people like, I'm kind of over the conspiracies because I look at conspiracies like you said earlier too. I just it's entertainment to me now, right? So it's just like cool. Let me a new conspiracy just popped up that I don't know about. Cool, let me find out about it. But I don't get caught up on 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 the theories anymore because we don't know, and then it causes all this conflict between people. And you got the you got both. It creates different sides and people trying to oh well this happened back then and now this and it's it's like I said we don't know. So we we constantly fighting this, constantly creating division. So, but they're entertaining. Don't get me wrong. They're fun to look at. They're fun to look into, but none of, for the most part, all the crazy ones have never came true. <laughs> you know, it's been all the political ones that just come true.
0: Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I, I mentioned it on the human vibration podcast, but I just, the thing that I like about conspiracy is that it's open-minded and you know, you're able to challenge your belief and explore different worldviews, you know, but the one thing that I've always kind of felt weird about with the whole like conspiracy community is it always seems to, to slant negative. It always seems to slant toward like, you're, you don't have any choice or like you're powerless to some Mm -hmm. government or aliens or whatever, robots, like whatever it may be. And I've just, I feel like the real conspiracy is that they don't really care what you believe in as long as you don't believe in yourself.
1: Mmm, that's a bar. That's a bar. That's facts.
0: That's yeah.
1: facts. Hundred percent, bro. Hundred percent.
0: I like that. That was good. <laughs> sure. That was real good. Sure. Man, we already covered like half the shit I wrote down. I thought that was gonna take a little bit longer, but.
1: <laughs> uh, bro, uh, man, it's just it's just it's just so much shit. It's just so much shit going on, and and I and I honestly, I come. I was almost going down that path of doing that. You know, being that person that. Get, like, you get stuck, you get stuck, you know, you want, you want everyone to look into adrenochrome when the politicians and so much shit. And then I got to a point where it's like, I look back, and I'm like, why did I tell people to look into that? That's so negative. That's so ugly. Why would I want you to vibrate like that? You know, go look into some astrology shit, go look into some, you know, something that's gonna be useful to your everyday life. But like that shit like we don't know if they really are drinking people's blood or not it could be a thing they
0: were like there's horrible shit going on all over the place all over the world all over the universe all the time and there's ethically amazing loving healing powerful shit going on all over the place all the time too so it's just what are you gonna get yourself in
1: it's a good balance bro it's a good balance and you start realizing that shit Cause I w- I could have, I was that person, bro. Like when COVID, that's why I started conspiracy. Cause when, when, when COVID first started, um, I was already sitting on a lot of like information. And, and so when I, when COVID, when we first got locked down, I was like, oh shit, this is a conspiracy theory playing right in front of our faces. And people still don't buy into this shit. So I started going posting crazy. I started finally posting crazy on Instagram and on Twitter and people that followed me from like the OB podcast they didn't know that like i wasn't really expressing this side of me so it was kind of like oh they kind of started seeing like they thought i was a trump supporter they thought i was more on this side on the MAGA side and blah blah blah
0: they always want to pigeonhole though don't they like that's the yeah that's that's why i'm on the conspiracy theory side because these normies or whatever the conspiracy theories want to call them uh i I don't take either side really but it's like i I see where they're coming from because it's like they they the mainstream people they always want to pigeonhole you it's like Mm -hmm i 'm just exploring thoughts that aren 't your thoughts, like if you don't want to do it cool but i i 'm open minded you know,
1: yeah, hundred percent bro hundred percent, so that 's how I felt and and I started just going crazy on the internet, but I felt like I was tra- like like, yo, you gotta believe this, like shove this down your throat type of shit that 's how I felt, and then I was like you know what I started getting I started creating conflict among amongst my co-workers and friends and family and I'm like why am I doing this like just because then I want them to see how I see it. like that ain't the point like they had I can't do that for them so I just I took a after I did my shroom trip back in June I got off the internet for a minute I was like you know what I'm I why am I getting on here and watching all this this is the George Floyd shit was happening and all this so I was like why am I watching all this this is just getting me mad and I don't want to be like this every time I come on my phone so I took time off of that and then during that time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a YouTube series and, and just like talk about conspiracy shit like for 15, 20 minutes and just throw it up. Because I, I was trying to bring more content to my YouTube. And then during that process, I was like, you know what? I got too much shit to say. And I wasn't tweeting no more. I wasn't posting nothing no more. I was kind of just keeping it to myself and just letting it like kind of quiet down on my side. And then eventually I was like, you know, after I did my stream trip, I was like, you know what? I got shit to say still. And I'm going to just drop. Um, I'm going to do a podcast instead. And I go to work one day, and my cargo was just like, "Oh, what's good, conspiracy What you got for us today?" And I was like, "I like that, bro. That's it right there." And I just started this shit because it was the timing was perfect, you know. And and right away, bro, once I did the Human Vibration episode, she just put me in like conspiracy world, and you know, I, people just started fucking with the podcast more. So shout out to her for real.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, shout out Human Vibration. My shit has definitely blown up since uh, just in the last week for sure.
1: Yeah, man. Her her and Murph Murph is my most played episode, but Murph like them, those two episodes. They and the T T nine T T nine zero episode. Those those three were like, yeah, they really helped out a lot.
0: For sure. Do you uh, do you know anything? Are you interested in like Native American or indigenous worldview or
1: like like, like Gaia,
0: like the Earth is alive. Um, <clears throat> earth. Oh yeah. Dry, nature. Hmm. So there's um yes. a, there's a, a author named Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called the four agreements. Have you ever heard of that?
1: Yes, I have.
0: So that's pretty much like my Bible, man. Like if I was like a devout Christian, like I'm not, I'm I'm more like somebody that just, I, I do my best to live by the four agreements. one of them is do your best. <laughs> um, and like even the fifth agreement and like the word agreement, even, you know, it's like, it's your choice. It's not a rule. It's not an order. I'm not ordering you to live like this. Right. But if you agree, like it, it could make your life a lot better. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I guess I, I just bring that up to say, like, <clears throat> I, I feel like with the, with the whole conspiracy thing, like a lot of it, again, I know I, I said it differently the first time, but it's pretty much saying the same thing again is like, everything is designed to get people to take things personally. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so if you just don't take anything personally then you then you have the power again you know like even like politics especially is designed to get every everybody polarized like we talked about on the oh, human vibration episode like the polarization between red and blue you know purple and, like <laughs> and one thing <clears throat> all right so this is this is a this is going to take this is going to take shit to a different level here all right you know the word louche mhm all right so <sighs> I, I love, I love human vibration. This is not, a, uh, this is not a <laughs> episode. I'm not, it's no, it's not any disrespect to her at all. Bop, uh, But I think, <laughs> I think about Loosh, right? The word itself. Think uh-huh. about how it sounds. Uh-huh. I think our power, they want us to lose it and be quiet. Loosh.
1: Oh, I see what you did there.
0: Right. So even that is word magic.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Like we need to, we need to just call it our power or our emotion or our spirit or our whatever you want to call it that feels more empowering. Like, and don't even fucking make it one word. Like it can be a, a bunch of different words, whatever you want to agree to. Like, I don't want to be the fucking, I'm not the authority on, on whatever word we decide to come up with for it. But I, I, I love the concept of Lush. I love what she's brought to you know um like people, getting people to see that there are archons out here that are like yeah more or less like the, these 13 families this whole conspiracy they they're not really in control they're just slaves to something else you know and uh and so i think she's done a really amazing- i would say
1: that i would say they run this shit though we just, we just we just we just we just aren't aware that we we can overthrow it but they 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 run it bro they they simply we do, we do everything for them they they know how to trick us to the highest degree so I, I don't know about you know us being in control because i mean we have the power but we're not in control look how look how bad it's gotten
0: no, 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 I, I agree 100 that's why i want to give human vibration a lot of credit because we're not going to be able to see that until we can see that and she's done a great job opening people's eyes and like i'm not hating on the on on the concept of louche in fact i think the concept of louche needs to To be, you know, more like people, more people need to be aware of that. I'm just thinking that the word itself could itself be a psyop or, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like word magic.
1: Yeah. So the word loose itself can just be a a spell.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think it's our emotions. I think it's, I think it's the unseen. It's like the stuff that we are made of that we know about that we can, that we have words for, like dreams or emotions but they aren't like physical, like measurable according to classical physics.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. But you're you're talking, you're you're talking about basically just how the word sounds though. Right. Just like the way I think
0: that's, I mean, I think that's kind of what loose is, right? That's like Mm -hmm. our emotional power, our emotions themselves. Like that's why all of these events are considered loose events because they're very polarizing. Mm -hmm. They're very emotionally draining.
1: Who made that word up? You know where it comes from? You know who made it up? it wasn't human vibration was it
0: i don't know i don't know but i'm saying the word itself doesn't sound right it doesn't sound like we should be losing it or being quiet about it which is why is why i want to give anybody who talks about loose credit because you're first of all you're talking about it but the word itself it's like shh lose you know
1: (laughs) i like that no you're right you're right bro
0: Another far-out thought I had that's kind of, like, one of my more unique thoughts that I don't know if I've ever heard in the conspiracy community is, like, the District of Columbia. Uh-huh. I know it's not spelled the same, but, like, Columbia is where all the cocaine is. Yeah. And, like, the District I mean,
1: you know, you know well, it's because of, uh, I think, was it Bartolo Colon? Not, not Bartolo Colon. Who am I talking about?
0: Christopher Columbus.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's the Cologne family as well that owns DC, I believe. So that's why I, heard I heard that, it's like
0: the Knights of Columbus, like some. Yeah,
1: there you go. Uh huh. Yeah,
0: there you go. Yeah, but see, then I've heard, I've also heard stories about like them finding cocaine residue in Egyptian pharaoh tombs. So it's like maybe that drug's a lot older than people think. And this is what I mean, bro. So, like, what history is real, right? Like, what if
1: everything that we do come across on the internet, all the books that that are accessible to us that you can just find just out and wherever you find them, what if it's all meant to just create, to keep creating, like, you know, this fake history that we, you know, that we're trying to piece together instead of just focusing on bettering what we have now?
0: I totally agree. I mean, a lot of, uh, a lot of, Uh, Again, harking back to like the indigenous thing, like a lot of indigenous cultures, I'm not going to say all of them, but a lot of them thought of time as cyclical, like great cycles, you know, like Mm -hmm. the Mayan calendar. And uh, who's to say that, you know, there haven't been advanced technological civilizations on this planet before
1: although of course it had to be bro i do believe there's been many civilizations before but even like the one because what what's the what's the la, like what's the first civilization that we can go back to would would we, we, we'll be like the anus right so be like sumerians and then the land, with the the, the, Anun- the anunnakis right i would assume
0: i mean as far as like <clears throat> what we're told
1: <laughs> yeah exactly what we're told right, how far how far back can we date civilizations to that to that one that would be the first one right
0: yeah, I guess like ancient Egypt is the one is like the first one that they are right. or like the you know the biblical story you know.
1: And that and I believe this. I believe this has been here forever, bro. I don't think we can ever destroy what we live on. I don't think it ever be destroyed.
0: The planet itself, you mean?
1: Yeah, the planet, the dome, whatever the, whatever we, we live on. I it, I don't think it could ever be destroyed. It, it has its resets. I do believe that. I do believe in the Taurus fields flipping and shit. Cause that that's like. Science that's not trademark science, because there's a difference between science and trademark science. Trademark science is what the, what the scientists are preaching on the, on, the, on the news and the media and all that shit. For
0: sure, for sure. I've always said the scientific method is much better than science.
1: And scientists are the new priests, bro. That's what it is nowadays. Scientists are the new priests. We're in the age of Aquarius, but everything's going to be different now. We're not, we don't need the priest telling us no more what's right and wrong. Not everyone relies on scientists telling you data and telling you what's right and wrong. Yep.
0: So, so you, so are, do you believe the Earth is flat?
1: I don't know, bro. I, I, I lean more on that side, though. I lean more on that side. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start answering questions based on how I, what I used to believe, like how I used to look at it. But, oh me, yes, I, I do believe it's flat. We live in a, have a firmament, a dome, um, we, the ice walls, all that shit. There is no edge of the fucking, you know, world, whatever you want to say. You know, I, I, we don't know, but. The same way I don't know it's flat, you don't know it's round. So we will never know.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Actually, so, again, I'm a very open-minded person. So when all this flat earth and – and I'm a huge B.O.B. fan. So when mm. all this flat earth started coming stuff started coming out, I looked into it. Um, I, I bought a book called Flat Atlantis, actually, um, which is mm. a, part of why I asked about Atlantis. It's really, really interesting, dude. Um, I don't know that he sold me on flat earth, but I'll tell you what he did. He sold me that the Earth isn't a globe. Mm. That's where I'm at with it. I like that. I'm no longer. I no longer believe it's a globe. Uh, is it a Taurus field? That's kind of where I'm leaning. I think everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, bro. Like the spiral of Fibonacci. You know, universe, you know, the what's it called? The, the spiral creation Fibonacci's
0: Fibonacci sequence. Yeah, you know there you I'm go. Saying? I think it's like even holographic too. Like we're not. As dense as like this th- third dimension would want us to believe, you know. Mm. So it's so
1: it's so interesting, bro. It's so interesting. Just trying to piece it together. But I've I've gotten to a point where I cannot just stay in one spot. I can't like because you know Q really woke me up to go, get into like more spirituality shit. Because of Q, I, I, I got in I got in I went this route. Again, but I got I, they mix
0: the truth in there, man. That's what make that's what gets people into it is because they feel some of this stuff is super true, but then they mix in some fucking radical lies just because it's a psyop, obviously.
1: Yes, bro. This is, this is, but I, I fell for that before I knew what psyops, you know, before I heard that word. So I got really into it because I watched the doc. I don't have ever seen the documentary Above Majestic. Nah no it's it's amazon prime it's 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 a pretty good documentary but they mentioned q in that documentary and how trump was chosen to fight the lead so i was i was watching that and i was like wait hold up trump is on our side so i got i got started doing my google i got into it found the instagram pages that were talking about q and posting all the q posts and the you know the rachel the rachel handlers that wants you know she's the she's the handler in the music industry and you know the pictures with Eminem and Diddy and all. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck going? So I got super hooked, bro. Super hooked, just on my phone for hours and computer for hours, YouTube for hours, bro, day and night. Eat, sleep, shit, piss this stuff out. And then it gets to a point where, where obviously they never arrested the fucking celebrities, you know,
0: like. No, they never do. This stuff's been going. They, they've been, they've been. There's conspiracies uh, around, for a while, you know, but 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 it people because there's a lot of truth to it.
1: On the other side though, bro, that you've had you've had the OG conspiracy people saying new world order and we're going to do da, da da da. The thing is, they didn't know what event was going to make us go into the new world. We didn't know a pandemic or coronavirus was going to be the thing that to usher us into new ways. But conspiracy people, the OG ones, they've been telling us about all this shit, so you know, like shit is true to, to some extent as well, you know.
0: Oh, absolutely. That's, uh, first of all, that's why conspiracy has gotten a lot more popular. Mm -hmm. Um, It is because there's a lot of truth to it. You just, I think it's, it's upon each individual to be able to sift through the bullshit and find what's real. And, uh, and, you know, you know, sometimes you, you think you found what's real and then you keep digging further and you find out some of that wasn't real. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, bro. All the
1: time and then and, that, and that's a, that's where I started fucking up because I would pick a side I would I would dive into something and be so set in stone and then my friends were trying my friends will you know a couple of days later start sending me shit trying to debunk it and then my I never replied back to them because in my head I already debunked that shit myself I already came across information knowing that shit was fake I just didn't update y'all like that you know but you know my mind is constantly changing every day bro every every day new information is coming into my space and I go over it. and I'm like you know what I'm gonna take that from that and so that, that's why I'm at a point where I don't know, bro. And it's fine not knowing, but let me just know what you got. Let me hear you out. Cause I might take something from that and apply it to what I believe. So let me just hear you out.
0: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Uh, in fact, that's the fifth agreement. Be skeptical, but learn to listen. It's like mm. a lot, especially, especially for people that are already skeptical. It's like that, but learn to listen part is super important because I feel like a lot of us at least i'm guilty of this have gotten i've caught myself in the situation where I'm already assuming that this person isn't doesn't have anything to teach me you know mm. and if you're if you close yourself off then you're then you've already you're you've become your own problem, you know what I mean that person's not your problem you've closed yourself off because of something inside of you you know what I'm saying, and if you just listen. Then you can be skeptical and still gain perspective.
1: Right, yeah. You don't
0: have to believe nothing they say, but you can still learn something if you're open. If you're open to listening, then you'll hear their emotion. You'll hear, you'll get other messages beyond what they're saying, you know?
1: 100%. I agree, bro. I agree. When's your birthday? Are you a three life path?
0: Seven, seven.
1: Oh, you're a seven. You're born seven, seven? Man, you're born in the seven, so you're a loner.
0: Alienation is the name of my podcast. Bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have a. It seems like you have a. You have a, a higher IQ. You know. You. you it seems like shit click faster for you than it does for others.
0: I, yeah, I. Uh, I have a philosophy degree, but I don't. I don't. I don't give a lot of value to college degrees. Mm. Some of the smartest people I know don't. But you
1: have you have a college degree?
0: Yeah, in philosophy.
1: Yeah. Oh that that yeah, you're a sep you yeah, it makes sense you are born on a 7th day. <laughs> what year are you born? 89,
0: 7789.
1: I'm about to do your numerology real quick, bro. Hold on.
0: So, yeah, I mean So you're like 92, 93?
1: Oh, you're a 5 life path. You've always been good with the ladies, huh? Um
0: I wouldn't say always, but uh
1: cuz 5 is the number of sex, you know travel. You like traveling?
0: <laughs> for sure, for sure. And in fact, I'm doing this podcast in an RV. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> That's fire. Is you just drive around and do and park anywhere and, and set up or how you how you do this?
0: No, no, no. I especially in the winter time. I mean, uh, you're in LA, so you you know, <laughs> it's not the same here in Virginia, but uh it's cold here. Um Oh, fuck the cold, bro. I can't stand it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a huge fan, but it's not that long. I'm in the kind of a temperate part of Virginia. I'm in not in northern Virginia, so it's not it's not too bad. I like the seasons. I just uh I kind of actually I do like it here. The winter is not too long here. It's like two two and a half months, two months maybe.
1: Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, we get below 60 over here and we cold.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's totally different. I, I do, I mean, I'm a summer baby, so I'm I mean, I prefer the warm weather for sure, but uh I just grew up with four seasons. I don't know that I, I think like southern Oregon if I was ever to move that move out west, I think I'd have to be up there.
1: I can see that. Yeah. You get, you get the seasons up there for sure.
0: But yeah, man, do you, uh, have you looked into like fourth industrial revolution, great reset, the technological revolution that's coming, Neuralink, all that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The vaccine. So these mm-hmm. are the ones, cause this is, this is like current, you know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. this, this is stuff that I like to entertain a little bit more because it's going down right now. You know what I'm saying? I shoot the question. What
1: you want to know? I'll I, I get in my
0: bag. So, well, yeah, I, first I want to hear you rant about vaccines. Cause that's, I'm a, that's, <laughs> that's something that I'm passionate about personally. Um, well, so you're yeah, pro or anti or what? Anti. You- I mean, but here's my thing. It's like, I'm personally anti, but I also am the type of person where I don't want to disparage somebody who's pro vaccine. Right. Um, and I don't really even like the polarization of like pro vaccine or anti vaccine. I think, why should we even be taking sides? Why aren't we about uncovering as much information as possible? If you want to take the vaccine, fine.
1: Mm-hmm. You're
0: a part, you have to t- realize that you're a part of an experiment, okay? And yep. if, you, if you think that the evidence is good enough that you want to take part in the experiment, then that should be your choice. Mm-hmm. Mandatory vaccines is where I fucking my blood starts to boil at that shit because I will fucking take that shit and jab it in your throat if you try to do that shit to me. Yep.
1: That's where I kind of stand with it. I, I've said... Uh, they haven't said mandatory yet. So I'm not overreacting over it, but I agree, you know, experiment for sure. People that are taking the vaccines, you're definitely being an experiment. And I feel sorry. I even tweeted this out that, you know, we might be seeing a lot more um elderly people, you know, die. So we're going to see more people depressed and sad or, and just going through it because they're losing loved ones and close ones because of the vaccine that's being rolled out. Now I'm an anti-vaxxer because I feel like I, I, because I feel like I've seen enough information to where, I don't agree with the ingredients in the vaccine. Now, the only reason I am anti is because of the, the ingredients. I would be pro-vaccine if they were actually putting some shit in there that was going to help you and make you not get sick ever. You know, actually, we're really to boost us up real natural herbs and all that shit. Not no fetus cells, not no, you know, hepatitis, whatever, the all these metals, the mercury. I'm good off all that shit. So that's why I'm anti But if they were giving us good vaccinations that were actually for the better and we saw the, and we had evidence showing, showing that, then I would be polypro vaccine. But at the end of the day, I'm just do what you want to do, but don't be mad if I don't want to get vaccinated. If you want to get vaccinated, go ahead, go do that. Go test it out. Be my guest. I'm going to let you do you, but let me do me. Cause I'm not, in, I'm not bothering you, you know? And if you have the vaccine, then don't worry about me not having the vaccine because you're not going to get sick. Cause you have the vaccine, you're protected. So, if anything, I'll get sick. I'll take the hit. You got to chill out.
0: You, you you believe you're protected anyway.
1: Hey, man, what we were saying earlier, when you believe something so bad, I put my mind, body, and soul into believing I'm good.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually – I'm even – my intuition would say that, like, bro – I'm I'm even anti-vax to the point where even if they were to find some evidence that it was helpful or whatever, I would be like, nah. I feel you. I don't I don't like needles. I don't think I feel you, bro. I I don't think like I don't think we're made to be. I don't think that's how our medicine is supposed to be administered. I don't think that's at all, at all, bro, at all. Maybe in like a in like a life-threatening situation where like somebody got like their arm chopped off and they need morphine just to get to the hospital or something like that like an extreme situation but that's like the only time I can ever think of like an injection being like legit for me
1: I agree man I agree I'm not with that I never liked needles either I was that little kid hiding from the nurse you know they would just put the fucking alcohol it's on my on my child hand of, I,
0: it's child like abuse. I hate it I don't like Oh, it.
1: bro, holding you down and shit. Fuck that. I never, could be, t- like, you don't think about that trauma and that symbolism and, you know, man, so they were doing that shit since we were little, but, you know, our parents didn't know, some of our parents didn't know better.
0: Yep. It's crazy. I guess the other thing is just COVID in general. I mean, the vaccine is my biggest mandatory, and even, like you said, the bottom line for me is just, man, it's like, I don't care if you want to do it and right. it's going to work. Personally, I think the fact that you think it's going to work is more powerful to to keep you protected than the actual vaccine itself. Like, I think that's how powerful our beliefs are for real. Right.
1: And to be honest, bro, we're going to, and that's what I go, this is what I refer back to creating the different sides because there is going to be people that are completely fine after taking the vaccines you know they're gonna be completely fine and it's gonna create though you see i'm good and i haven't gotten sick and da, 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 da. but you But then you have you're gonna have a lot of people also dying and having side effects and it's gonna create the other side where it's like see they're putting shit in the vaccine da, 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 da. more
0: polarization more emotion, mm-hmm. more
1: po- yeah exactly but yeah you have, you have a good
0: point you made a good
1: point with the whole um when i you just said about the about the vaccines
0: yep yeah. yeah man so uh Dude, so I, I definitely, we didn't talk enough about hip hop because I was like, for a whole decade, I was fucking all about hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I definitely was, when I first got into it, it was like Eminem, T.I., Lil Wayne. um But then it was like, you know, I got, like, Lupe was like one of the first, like, kind of more woke ones, I guess. Can I which, stop you right there, real quick? I'm going to stop you right there, real quick. I was going to say, he's kind of pissing me off with the pro vaccine shit. Okay, right okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I
1: was gonna ask you about that. How you feel about that?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm off Lupe right now for sure. But he, uh, but he getting paid by Bill Gates, I think. I don't know. I I literally stopped following him. Anybody that's on that shit, I don't have nothing did for he, you. Did you watch his um, interview with Hotel Jesus? No, no, I dude, my mind is made up. I've I've read books. I've I, you know, I've read it enough for me to determine. I mean, even the one virologist who is technically she's pro-vaccine like you're talking about it she's because she's a virologist have you ever heard of judy Mikovits? yep mm-hmm. yeah so i but i mean anybody who wants to like have a legit debate just listen to her but i'm on i'm even i'm on the radical end i mean you know i would be considered a lunatic by the mainstream when it comes to the vaccine debate because that's fucking it makes me sick for real honestly i don't ugh.
1: Judy was the one that made me look at it like that kind of after when I heard her, I was like, you know what? You're right. I think I am anti-vax and so against it because I know the bullshit that's in it and I know what has done the history of it, you know? So I think that's why I am anti-vax, but she's, if we like, had...
0: she's like pro tetanus shot and pro like meningitis and she's got a few that she's.
1: Yeah. See, I don't know. I, that's why I, that's, this is why I fucked up to the beginning of the pandemic where I took, you know, remember when, when Robert Kennedy called out uh Shiva, Dr. Shiva no. and I, and I felt for that shit too. I felt like, you know, like, oh, Dr. Shiva really the ops. And he, you know, he, Robert Kennedy, you know, outed him. But it's like all fucking style, bro. <laughs> like, damn. Everything we see, everybody that we, if you know about a person, if it's a mainstream type of person, nine tenths out of ten sold out, paid for. Yep. And that's the frustrating part too, you know, because when you start going down this rabbit hole, you start, you start finding out, you find it, finding about the corruption and everything. So you, you start trying to see oh, there's going to be hope, there's going to be hope. But then you start realizing, there's going to be no hope. There's going to be no hope. And then it gets to a point where it's like, oh, this is all really a game. Like, this really doesn't matter. It's just really to keep keep me entertained with my... It's just just to play with my emotions, basically.
0: (laughs) But that's why music conspiracy especially is enthralling to me because music, number one, that's like life itself. Like, music is vibration. It is... It it changes people's moods. It's literally the frequency that they're tuned to. Like it affects us on a like spiritual, emotional, psychic oh, yeah. level. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. What's your and thoughts so, on I'm always interested in like people thinking like oh Jay-Z's a sellout, it's like devil music mm-hmm. and like like who's a sellout? Who's like blending the shit? Who's like eh? like I like talking about all that shit. <laughs> me me too. What do you think about strange music? Number one independent hip hop or number one independent music label in the world, Tech Nine.
1: I don't know about Tech Nine because I w- I wouldn't say he's part of that sellout elite p- type of class like a Jay Z, Eminem because he is independent and you know they don't like that they don't like when they independent, um and we never hear we never see him like at the forefront you know like people know about Tech Nine but he's not really talked about like that in conversations, so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I'm not I'm really. I'm not really a fan of his music like that. Does he talk about like dark shit in his music and the devil worshipping and all that or what?
0: Yeah, a lot of people tried to call him a devil worshiper, but nah, nah. I don't. I've so first of all, let me be clear. I am a huge Tech Nine fan, a huge Strange Music fan. So let's just be clear about that right from the jump. hmm um, Yeah. Is I mean, Hobson
1: is Hobson still on Strange Music? Nah, huh.
0: No, yeah, I don't think he was ever. I don't think he was ever signed to Strange Music. Oh, okay. But uh. But no, nah, I mean, so I got into tech, I guess it was like, t- so one of my friends actually told me like, yo, you would, you would like this guy because um, I've always been into math. I think if, I, I know you say you don't like his music, but I think if you actually dug, it, dug into it a little bit more, um, it's very like mathematical. Like even the, the like his chopping style, is all about numerology actually like like that's where the nine comes from people think it's about like the gun to like a tech nine but not. yeah it's the number of completion and he right he has, he has all nine techniques of rap and like strange music is not just rapping it's like all music you know it's like beautiful music he has a song called beautiful music you should check that one out mm. um but yeah man so i don't i don't think that he's like a sellout, man. Like, but I think he's like one of the, I think he's one of like the most famous people in the world that isn't. Like, I, I, I don't know. A lot of people, a lot of people will disagree with me. A lot of people say he is a sellout and that he's with the shit and all the other shit. But I think he's just doing business. You know, like sometimes you just have to do business, but you don't have to completely sell yourself out. It's just, it's just business. You know?
1: Yeah. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. Looking at all this shit, bro. Even myself. Um, I'm getting to a point where like, it's okay to know about all this occult shit, to know about all these conspiracy shit, but do I really gotta talk about it? Because it's gonna fuck up my bag. Knowing the video game that we're playing, right? Knowing the, the simulation that we're in. Knowing that money is financial freedom. The only way to actually we're
0: all one, though. Knowing that we're all one, that makes us part of the Illuminati. Like, we're either too lazy to figure out the game, or we're not being mature enough to do business with them because Mm -hmm. if you're if you're being real with yourself it's like you're either gonna do business with them you're gonna join them or you're gonna die (laughs) exactly bro exactly but i think you get how
1: to play it smart like i look at people you know who currency is
0: right that's another one that's doing business with them you know what i'm
1: saying that and that—that's why, like, it's okay to be comfortable like that. But everybody wants to be a Drake. Everybody wants to be a Jay Z. Everybody wants to be a a Kanye. That comes with like you—you you can't just get there with talent, yo. Like, you got to give something up to get to that type of level and recognition. They don't just pop up anybody to get to get to that level.
0: No, I heard you. I heard you pumping Russ. I, I fuck with Russ a lot too. I like Russell.
1: You fuck with I fuck with Russ because yeah, like I—I I just I like when it's in, when it's really independent. And you can tell when it's independent because they're never going to be a big artist like that if they're not. Like, look at a baby, right? Look at a baby in the Megan the Stallion. The same day their debut mixtapes came out, the, her mom and his dad both died. Since those two album mixtapes have came out, their careers have skyrocketed. And that, to me, is not a fucking coincidence, and accident. You know, that, to me, like, y'all sacrifice that shit. Like, you guys have to give something up, you know? And look at Megan Thee Stallion now. She's like right under Cardi B. You know, she's one of the b- biggest female artists now. The baby, one of the biggest pop artists right now.
0: I've heard that, people say that Mac Miller was Ariana Grande's sacrifice. You
1: think I that- believe that? You believe that? I believe that. I mean, I okay, I don't believe that, but I I lean more towards that for sure, hundred percent.
0: Right. Yeah. She
1: she 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 got she got kind of accepted into the hip hop community because of Mac Miller.
0: Right. Did you hear Russ's new EP? Or I guess it's not that new now, Chomp?
1: Chomp, nah. I mean, I heard the song with, the song with him and Absol only.
0: That song is one of my favorites because I fucked yeah. all so hard. But yo, because of that song, I listened to the whole EP and I was like, bro, Russ can really spit too. Like, nah, I really yeah. respected his musical talents, but he is, he's spitting on that shit.
1: Yeah, I fuck with, with Russ. Grew on me. I was I was a Russ hater in the beginning, you know. But Russ definitely grew on me. After that, after that, uh, was that one song, the biggest, the biggest song he has. I don't know if you heard it, the best in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. I fucked with that shit. I don't care, bro. I, I heard that shit. i like, yo, this
0: is fire. I like this. That's the thing, though. He makes music for everybody. Like yep. that's not really one of my favorite songs, but he makes music that covers the, all of it.
1: The women love that one, yeah.
0: For sure. For sure.
1: But you know I like I, the conspiracy and like there's so much Freemasonry shit, Freemason shit in, in hip hop like so much. It's so much occult and symbolism in music videos. Um
0: but don't you think bro? that even at that level there's some I feel like even every individual, even at the level of Illuminati like we've all got a war within sort of thing going on, you know.
1: Mhm. 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 Money's a motherfucker, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. And yo, know, people don't care, you know. Morality is really out the door now. Everyone takes a bag for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I think agreements are important for that reason because they can keep you grounded, like just the agreements that you keep with yourself, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: But then again, bro, you know, and not everyone is privileged coming into this realm, you know. So I can understand if you have, if you come into this world and you have, you know, you grow up rough or you're not having shit really. So I can understand the 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 need to take a bag real quick and and kind of just sign something off. But someone like me, bro, where I've had always I've had I, I was blessed with parents that always gave me everything and basically spoiled to you know, to this day if anything I for the most part they always, they got me with whatever if I ever need anything. I never was money hungry like that. You know, I never was like, I have to do that because I need that money right now. And not everyone's fortunate enough to, to, you know, look at the world like that. So that is, it goes back to what you just said about, you know, just having that battle within and you never know what you got to do to get to where you got to get to. I think can't it, really
0: be bad about it. It comes down to like our culture um, emphasizes or is emphasized the right word. I guess we, we value or, man, I'm not sure what the, the right word I'm looking for is, but basically we we put a lot of our energy and a lot of our focus on competition instead of cooperation. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what you feel what I'm saying? Like on a on a yeah. big picture level, like we're all like dog eat dog, like, you know, like and, and I agree that competition is what makes the business world. It it, it, it fuels innovation as far as like from a technological standpoint. Um, there's ways that you can set set up the rules to where competition can benefit the whole. But I think cooperation has to be the foundation or like you have to first agree upon the rules that make that competition benefit the whole. And we're at a point right now where our society is breaking down because we're all out competition and we have lost the ability to cooperate on any level. So now we're destroying ourselves because we're not operating within a cooperative framework
1: yeah i like that 100 percent. we're so divided bro <laughs> yes
0: yeah, another reason like I, I was like man i want to get him on the podcast too because i don't i don't hear enough podcasters gassing each other up like everybody's competing like they want the listeners like there's not a fucking infinite amount of time in the world <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: man tell me about it <laughs> tell me about it but um yeah, I agree with that. We don't have uh, podcasters reaching out to podcasters like that, and you know, and and even like people like us, you know, I was, I'm assuming, you know, you're a, you're a small podcast as well, just like myself. So it's kind of like, um, it's like it's 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 a, it's a weird space, you know, because you want to reach out to people to do certain shit, but it's like, who the fuck are we in a way, you know, but.
0: But at the same time, I feel like people that are just open-minded and just real, like regardless of the level of intelligence that you have, like, I mean, you called me smart earlier, but then like I think about people that have podcasts like fucking Eric Weinstein or Lex Friedman, like I'm a fucking retard compared to a lot of these people.
1: Nah, bro. You, 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 you compare to those people. You really, you're relying, you're relying the same type of message they are, but just in a different way that people understand you more, that your audience under, understands you more. Now everybody can listen to it, listen to it in a high techie type of nice, you know, big words and the super smart way. Right. That's now, the gaps that I, I feel like we're filling.
0: That's exactly what I was about to say is like, even like with you, like, I, you know, I find, I thought you're, I think you're brilliant. You know what I'm saying? I feel that no matter what level, I don't even see intellect really as being like, I don't don't value that like I used to, you know? Like for me, it's just how real are you being? Regardless of where you're coming from right now, how real are you being right now? And how real are you trying to be moving forward? And like, I'm not saying we throw away the past, but how do you start looking at the past in a way where you learn from it and you grow from it rather than using it as an excuse to, not move forward or as an excuse for why somebody else is better than you or as an excuse for anything <laughs> yeah
1: i i agree with that i think i know i did say like you know kind of we focus too much on the past but you do have to know a little bit of the past so we don't keep repeating the past so i do agree with that 100 and that's why i think history always repeats itself too, to be honest because we don't care to even look into a little bit of the past like people are so caught up right on the idea of socialism and communism knowing damn well what the history of that has, has shown us you get me and that but to me, me was like I yo what the me. fuck what y'all talking about
0: communism get the fuck out of here any any of the isms like that's another all, i think all all isms are a psyop like how like that's that's okay. what i was talking about earlier with like christian or whatever like that's another that's just another belief that they're they're pigeon it's a pigeonhole and mm-hmm. pigeonhole
1: mm-hmm.
0: people have flexible beliefs you can change your belief on the go and it doesn't make you a bad person or a hypocrite if you're just being real. If you're if you're literally going to, if you're like deceiving yourself or lying like that's a whole different thing. Right. But if you're going with the flow and you're like vi- like vibing like sometimes like that's the yin yang, you know? Life is a paradox.
1: <laughs> that's all it is, bro. It's on balance. It's all it is, really polarity is all it is, bro. Yep. And that yeah, bro. That's how that's how I look at this shit, but I tell people, when people, when people listen to my podcast or when, when they ask me about sending a shot, I, I, that's why my, the whole point of my podcast is just to break their current reality and matrix, you know, like, I think you said, uh, we can't break it, but we can, uh, what'd you say? We can heal it
0: or even we can heal purpose, it, whatever, whatever we're like, right. We're, we're all one, you know, like that, that is the matrix is that the richest person and the, and the poorest person are in this shit together.
1: Yeah. I like that. I like that, you know, but that's kind of what I like to try to tell people. Where just like, look at the reality. It's not what they're telling you. So just look at it kind of differently. Be open to questioning this shit. And that when I tell people, like, if, you, if you're listening to my podcast to try to, you know, get details and certain information, like, hey, I ain't the podcast for that. Go listen to the Fall Hats. Go listen to the No Mercies or listen to people. Like you said, the, the, you know, the Isaac Weishaupt. Listen to the all. There's a bunch of podcasts out there that they have everything laid out for you. Names and everything. I'm not that person. I'm just relaying the information that I'm coming across and hopefully you're entertained by it. That's why my podcast is under entertainment. Cause it's entertainment. Conspiracy is my my opinion. So if you don't fuck with it, cool. You know, it's my theory, it's my opinion.
0: <laughs> yep. No, that's that's the whole attitude that I really appreciated, man, because I feel I feel the exact same way about just from that just that attitude but pause
1: like this bro like your fan base probably never fucking even knew about a line of purples or human vibration and you brought him you know, you brought a new world to them. so that's how i look at it I, and and tommy g really inspired this you know he, he has his, he has i don't know if you heard of the no mercy podcast but he always said small podcasts matter and when he said that i was like you know what like that's true because all the accounts with the 200 300 400 you know people followings even like two thousand people followings or whatever we're the big platforms are getting knocked out. We're the only, we're the, we're still standing. We're not on the radar like that. So we got to keep relaying, relaying the message and keep passing this shit along. And and then open up people that, are my friends that went to school with me, my coworkers that maybe not have no idea of any of this shit. And I might spark some new ways of thinking for, for someone else. And that's all I care about, bro. Just sparking a new way of thought. Don't, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to even set, be set in stone on what I'm saying, but uh, maybe, maybe something that I said, sparks something in your brain and it causes you to go look into something. And that's the rabbit hole you're going to go is going to cause you to look into everything. And then my job is done. That's all I care about.
0: <laughs> be skeptical, but learn to listen.
1: I like that. Be skeptical, but learn to listen. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> that's,
0: that's, the, that's the fifth agreement. That's uh, so uh, Don Miguel wrote the four agreements like back in '98, and, uh, and then his son wrote the fifth agreement, I think it was like 2010, 2011. And that took everything to another level because Don Miguel is an old, older, and mm-hmm. like he, the way that he resonates like his frequency got through to a lot of people in the generation above us, like our parents' generation. Right. He, really, he really communicates well to them. Like a lot of people in his generation, they read his stuff and it really like hit. You know, it's really heart. They feel it in their heart. You know. Mm-hmm. And like our generation, we read it and we we get it. You know, because I mean, it, it's it's like common sense to us, though. It almost feels like too it's almost feels like it's just like he's articulated thoughts that we've already had really well, you know?
1: Man, so much people do that in my case. You know, I always, I'm always thinking something and then I'm listening to a pod and I was like, man, I wish I was, I would kind of articulate myself like that, you know, cause oh, he said it, he said it so good, but I realized I'm not supposed to say it like that. I'm not supposed to say it the way I'm supposed to say it. So, so, so people on my level or that, that speak the, the way I speak or my slang or whatever can, you know, understand it and, and vibe with it.
0: It's all frequency it's all vibes exactly it's all resonance. Yeah. resonance and uh and so yeah man so the the fifth agreement was his son wrote it and he kind of like all of the because you know there's a lot of people especially you know professional skeptics and people that like try to pick apart people's theories like professional philosophers and like people that just work to tear other people down <laughs> rather than like coming living their own life or whatever but Anyways, that's, that's my own take on it, but you know, a lot of people like tried to find holes in Don Miguel's work, and um, and like they they never really did, you know. But like some people came up with arguments that sounded good because of the way that certain words have connotations in our society. Like God has had has become like a negative connotation because our because science scientists are the new god, like you were saying earlier, right? Yeah. So like God, Don Miguel uses the word God a lot. So like he was a kind of, that that was a lot of the skepticism toward his work is like, oh, he's, you know, a God believer, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> so like Don, Don Jose, his son, like he, he even says in the fifth agreement, like he resists using the word God because he feels like it's a distorted symbol, you know? So right, he uses yeah. the word love and it's, it's the same thing. He just pretty much uses the word love wherever you know, his dad would have used the word God. But not only that, like, he grew up with computers so he makes some pretty amazing analogies that like our generation will understand that our parents generation would not have any idea right yeah all, I mean. so yeah, yeah man really really good um stuff uh, the, the Toltecs do you know anything have you heard of the Toltecs before the Toltecs yeah so the Toltecs a lot of people think of them or a lot of Oftentimes they're described as like a race of people in Central Central America or Mexico, uh, Southern North America. Um, Wait, are you
1: speaking about the the
0: is it like X O C H I T? Something like that? No, T T O L T E C S. But I mean, it might have been spelled differently in different in like other languages. But, I'm uh, trying. To, I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. I didn't, I'm, I didn't, how do you say it again? Toltecs. T T as in Thomas. O L T as in Thomas. E C S.
1: No, yeah, I never heard of them.
0: Yeah, so they're like... Um, a lot of people can confuse them with the Olmecs or the Mayans or the Aztecs.
1: Yeah, okay, that's why it seems it sounds familiar, but no, I never heard of them.
0: So they're like kind of like the scientific slash priestly class. I mean, there was no difference between science and religion in their culture. Um, it was just about studying the truth, studying the mystery. Um, and so, like, the people in the, those societies that were like chosen became like this kind of artist class known as the Toltec. And they've like basically had a shamanic tradition that has been an oral tradition for a long time because especially since the conquistadors came, it was hundred percent oral after that. Um, but he kind of reemerged with the four agreements and it's kind of like some fucking super, super real shit when you start to take it and like embrace it and live by it. Um, you know, I know you. you you're, you're, you believe sports are fixed, right? Professional sports.
1: Do I? I'm sorry. Do I believe in them?
0: Do you believe that professional sports are fixed?
1: Yes, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too. But like, uh, like I don't even get caught up in it, though. Like, I still am a Tom Brady fan, but not because of like I like, love Tom Brady's a football player or anything. But um, actually, I really didn't like him for a long time. Um, and I saw this ESPN clip about how he ha- had started living by the four agreements after he or he picked up the book because of like the whole deflate gate thing. And people were just, you know, shitting on him all the time and it's getting a lot of negativity, you know,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, the four agreements, he, he, he said it kind of found him at the right time. And uh just like learning not to take anything personally, like pretty much kept his career alive. Like he probably, he was thinking about retiring and um and again, like, I think all sports are fixed, but also to an extent, like I think there's some wiggle room so that they can determine like which players can execute best so that, you know, and then that's how they determine which players get paid more, you know? Mm. So there has to be some wiggle room, even though like there, a, a lot of it is scripted, obviously. And the, the outcomes are certainly scripted. There is wiggle room as far as like the execution of the plays throughout the game. And then they take that into account when they pay, when they pay the, the, The performers, essentially, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) The year, because I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's still an art form. Even if Mm -hmm. it is fixed, it's still theater. It's still like you know, you pay the better actors, you pay them most, right?
1: Yeah. mm -hmm.
0: So, I think the four agreements has allowed Tom Brady to become the best actor there is.
1: Um, Are you aware that uh, many athletes, celebrities, entertainers? politicians at the highest of levels Um, usually have parents whose backgrounds come from military.
0: Wouldn't surprise me. I'm a military kid.
1: (laughs) Well, it just seems like all the biggest stars ever have their parents have military background. So maybe these kids, you know, maybe they, these people, you know, they offer their kid as an actor. That's how I'm looking at it now too. I feel like they all were propped up since the beginning, you know, to be those actors. I, I was watching the Tiger, the Tiger Woods documentary recently on HBO. And I didn't know he was a stage kid his whole life. I don't know his dad was, you know, that was his 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 the dream of his that his son was gonna change the game of golf forever and be this amazing star. And and then when you when you find out that, you know, Tiger Woods used to go on his on his down when he when he wasn't playing golf, he'd be in military bases and and having like, you know, doing gun, like shooting procedures and all this shit. And then you find out like, you know, he grew up in. He was born in a military base. So I was like, oh, okay. Like he MK Ultra. Like he he been like that's why he had the whole. You know, when he crashed and he had the whole thing with his wife and he started being bad and right after his dad died too. Like it ain't no coincidence. The handler so, died.
0: <laughs> MK Ultra and all these mind control programs. Like even the way that they release the information is another psyop in and of itself. Yeah. It's all to keep us scared. Like, oh, we'll release the information now that everybody that reads the information will think that we have control of everybody.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, they didn't, they didn't actually release all of the results. It was pretty much a lot redacted because the, the stuff they redacted was probably, like, yeah, you'll never be able to um, take control of people if they just love themselves and, and like, share that love with others.
1: They don't. They don't. Do you think that you think that they'll ever scare us to a point where we will start loving each other?
0: Nah, I don't. I don't think so. That's the thing, man. As as far as like the worldview aspect of this, like I used the word archons earlier. Um, you know, a lot of people have called them demons. Some some societies have called them gods. Some have called them allies. You know, people that fuck with DMT call them like gnomes or elves or whatever. Um. But like, I feel I feel like they they are what we call like ethereal beings, like they live in the ether. and uh, they don't have like physical bodies like we do. but they they still eat, but what they eat is our emotion. And they don't really care if it's love or fear. They just want it to be super polarized. But they also know that it's easier to keep you know, like, if people are in a state of fear, you can kind of get that jolt of fear every time you show them something scary, but you're in a state of love. It's like, it's harder to kind of induce them to go meditate and like amplify that love. You know what I mean? So the, I feel like the only way to change it or to break the matrix or heal the matrix or uh, harmonize the matrix, I think actually harmonize is probably the best word, the most accurate word as far as like trying to get at what I'm really, the meaning beneath the symbols but like I think in order to do that you just you have to fully love yourself like every cell in your body every quantum particle that is in your body and like even like your aura you know like your your whatever like whatever you want to call that like emotional body that you that you can feel when you're around people you know Uh, that you get and like when you fully like transform all of those cells and all of that, like, I, and I'm not saying I'm there, I'm not saying I'm there, but like that state, that state that like, is literally called enlightenment, you know? Um, I feel like that is the state where you've, you have transformed all of the archons that are attached to your body to eat off of love because they have no choice. Like if they want to eat, they have to eat love. You know, if if you don't take anything personally, and all you do is focus on unconditional love for for the people that have fucked you over, and don't deserve it at all. But it's not even about them deserving it. It's about you. It's about you don't want to hold on to that negativity that they that that's really originating with them. You know, it's like, uh, what's what's the what's that saying? It's like, so the quote slipped my mind, but I really wanted to say it here. So it's, resentment is like drinking poison and hoping it will kill someone else. Um, I forget what the word is, but it's like the poison that you drink that po- that poisons yourself. You ever heard the saying? What saying? It's like, I don't know if it's the word that I'm looking for is like resentment or something. I don't, I don't know. But basically, like... You, you, you don't want to like if if you're just bitter like at somebody that's done you wrong like even if even if it's completely legit you know even if even if like all of your logical reasoning like even if they're a fucked up person like holding on to that is is just like fucking your world up you know like I feel like people think about forgiveness in the wrong way a lot of times like it's not necessarily about forgiving them and like reuniting with them and like going back to the way things were is no, you forgive them because you realize that they're not what you thought they were. You just you just readjust. You adjust your worldview and you just like learn to see it, it clearly. And then you find love for them and you know you you make the choice whether you want to reconnect with them or not, depending on the situation. Like especially in a lot of my situations, it's it's too fucked up for me to ever reconnect. But I still forgive them because I'm not going to hold on to all of that fuck, fucked up emotion and lit and, and holding on to that fucked up emotion. That's what like these archons, especially the fear-based ones that like, like the polarity, that's what they want, you know, cause that's, they feed off of that strong emotion. And if yeah. you do this, love yourself hundred percent, then they're going to be forced. They're going to starve. They're either going to eat love or starve. And if all you're ever focused on is love, then they're going to be forced to evolve with us
1: that's a bar bro but he, I like I, I mean I would agree I want them to evolve with this but do, is that possible or do, do we we still always need that other balance of evil right
0: nah nah I think evil nah? is a lie I think evil is a lie yeah so um yeah so that's that's funny man I've heard I've said this on the podcast a lot of times but unfortunately you had not had a chance to listen to him but my my whole one, one of the things I've repeated on this podcast and it's part of the Toltec worldview actually is I don't believe in evil, man. Like I think, all right. So let me, let me rephrase. Evil is not like foundational, like good and evil aren't the foundation to reality. The foundation to reality is, is nothing but love. Okay. But you, but once it becomes divided, like fear kind of divides that love. And then, and, and I'm not saying fear is always a bad thing, you know, like it creates stories and, and, and that's a whole different that's a whole different path that I don't want to go down but basically like uh the good and evil thing like I think good and evil is the result of truth and lies like if, if you're living in truth and you're believing in truth and you're like seeing truth experiencing truth then your life is going to be blissful and like gr- and full of grace and love and positivity and joy and happiness and all that all that stuff you know and uh if if you believe lies like that's that's what that's what leads to what we call evil Mm. but it's evil is just the result of a lie if you if you stop believing all the lies then and and then you see the truth then you see love because that that is what it is it's just beyond all the words that i'm even saying right now
1: but yeah man I like that. I like that. I do just believe in, I don't know, I do believe in evil and good, bro. I just, I feel like, I like your theory though. That's an interesting theory. I never looked at it like that, but I believe in polarity. I believe in duality. So I do believe. Oh, for both. sure.
0: For sure. I do. I do too. And I believe, I believe in fear even, but see, there's, there's a, there's two types of fear too. There's the animalistic fear of like, oh shit, there's a lion run. To survive you know uh-huh. uh, and then yeah. there's the fear of like i wonder what this person thinks about me or like i wonder if i you know like, okay yeah i like you know that i mean like irrational fear or like even like the fear of like uh like you know i don't want to try to do this because i might not be good enough or i might embarrass myself like that's an irrational fear you know what i mean are you really in danger of like is your life in danger if, if you want to try, if if you don't want to try it, if you're not feeling it, that's one thing. But if you want to try it, but you're scared because you are scared to embarrass yourself or you're scared of not succeeding immediately, like, I think those fears hold people back, man. And I think yeah. that's most, that's what most, 90% of the fears that people experience are irrational fears. Fears, yes. that, fears based in lies.
1: Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, they make they make enough fear. Cause you're not in a situation where you're supposed to be fearing some shit.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Man, who knows? I, I yeah, I do now I get what you mean with the it's more hologram than anything. I, I get you. Yep. So how do how do you try to cope with all this stuff though? Like not really cope with it, but how do you like every day do you do you get super into this uh, in the conspiracy world or are you kind of balance it well with just blue pilling
0: as well or um <laughs> blue pilling. that's a good one uh yeah I mean for me I live I live a pretty interesting life anyway so yeah I just take it like I take it moment by moment really and like I try to I try to just be love man I try to just be love because nothing else has ever worked for me <laughs> mm. <laughs> And when I, when I focus on love, I feel like I'm being myself, like, and that's like, a lot of people think of love too, as like this, like cuddly, no, no, like turn the other cheek and like, nah, when you truly love yourself, that means you're willing to say, fuck you when the mandatory vaccines come around. You know what I mean? That's, Mm -hmm. that's true self love to me is like, that's my intuition. That's my heart. And the fact that you're even trying to make it mandatory, like how psychopathic are you, bro? Yeah.
1: All they cycles for sure.
0: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. But I think. But I think we most cycles for falling for the lies. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I don't want to say that. I, Cause I. I mean, I've been, bro. I was. I was brainwashed. Brainwashed. I, like I said, I grew up in the military. My dad is a military brat. But um. But because. But we're all brainwashed, bro. But exactly. why is
1: it that, Why is it that you were more acceptable to having your reality broken than other people are?
0: That's a really good question, what makes more pe- what makes someone more open minded exactly, yeah, I feel like and i and i and this is just a theory this is more of a theory like a personal theory for me is exactly what I said on your show, bro, I listened to that eyes episode it's exactly what he said extreme trauma mm i think I think it serves a purpose, man uh, yeah it does. You know, if we already lived in a world where everybody was loving each other, then trauma would be, like, you know, horrible, and, and, you know, that's probably how how it should be viewed, but in our world where literally everything is set up to be traumatic, like, you kind of have to have a traumatic experience to, like, build yourself up and not take anything personally. For me, everything comes back to the four agreements, man. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I mean it and everything comes back to the self too like with murph uh like everything fake and human vibration and like the plasma shit like all of that is inside of us man all like all like you know as above so below and all mm-hmm. is one like all of that shit is happening right now we're just going through a like a turbulent but beautiful at the same time evolution right now
1: yeah man frequencies is different right now uh Energy is different in the realm right now, and we are more people. Honestly, what I do like, bro, I ain't gonna lie, is that even though people aren't agreeing so much on a lot of theories, or they're not buying into a lot of conspiracy shit, everyone is questioning everything, I feel like. Even, like, the normies. I think people are finally starting to see that shit ain't, like, it's everything's, like, everything now that the, the Democrats are pushing is shit that Trump was saying. And I think people are just starting to realize, oh, it really is a like, this shit really doesn't fucking matter. And I think that's why they're, this, this is slipping from the elite so quickly because they're realizing that they can't keep our attentions that long. We live in an internet age. So everything, like, within a day or two, we're onto to the next it. So they have to constantly be coming out with psyops and, and events to keep our, like, keep us, you know, our loose there. But people are there. Shit moving so fast, bro. Now people are questioning the stock market. People are questioning the health industry. People are questioning um, just everything, bro. Everything going on with COVID and everything's in the air right now. So I, I actually like it because even though I feel like we're losing – like the the, the truth. Well, our community, our side, whatever. You know, whatever. I know we're all one, but you know what I mean. Like the truth or community. Even though I know where, I feel like we're winning and we're more right all the time. Those other people, they're. They're not coming a lot, they're coming over, they're coming on board a little bit. Even though they don't grasp everything, they're more open to it. And I've noticed that a lot of people are doing it privately. They're not really tweeting about it or, you know, they don't want to ruin that image, their social media image. So they're digging into this stuff privately. So I'm noticing more of that happening. So I can't be mad at, I can't be mad about I'm all this with, shit. Going I love
0: on. it too. I'm with you. I love it. I think it's beautiful. I think um Yeah, I'm not I'm not like against it at all. Um, I think even like COVID, the whole like pandemic is serving its purpose it's it it's definitely helped wake a lot of people up as somebody as somebody that's been kind of on this shit since 2009 it, it's kind of beautiful for me like I, i'm 100 mm-hmm. percent with you I, I it is it is i've been waiting for this man i've been waiting and you know I, being that i've been on this shit for so long you can only imagine especially like 2011 2012 2013 2014 like people thought i was on some wild shit
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it wasn't as popular
0: definitely not definitely not
1: and now it's like you know everyone's trying to make money off conspiracies
0: <laughs> yep yep so speaking of money what do you think of cryptocurrency blockchain
1: you know, it's funny. I got into crypto in 2016, right? When like Bitcoin was at 5,000, 4,000. Um, I never, I never bought Bitcoin. I, I went straight to, I went straight for the other one. So I own I a couple Ethereum. I own a couple, um, I kind of went for the altcoins too, but I invested back in 2016 and just put money into it. And I, and I, and I fucked up because I'm not one of, I just can't be on my phone for a lot of, time, for like long periods of time. So being always checking up on the prices up and down, up and down, and when I started on Coinbase, it was just three coins at the time. It was just Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. So I didn't have all the options that it has now. So I just invested and I just, I was like, I'm not going to look into this, you know, because I actually looked at it with a long term, whereas, whereas like I know eventually the they might convert over, whether it be 10 years from now, that's cool. At least I'm secure and I have some crypto. Um, and then now, you know, I, and it was funny because Doge was one of the altcoins that I actually invested into back then, so I had, like, I have a grip of, of dollars, so the way that shit went up, I was like, oh, shit, like, one of my hit, like, cool, like, so it's, it's, it's interesting, but I mean, it's money that you can't grab, it's, un, it's unattainable, so at the end of the day, if there's no electricity, there's no power, What's you can't do nothing with no crypto, there's no yeah. internet, you can't do shit.
0: Absolutely, you know, without without the infrastructure, the internet to support it.
1: Exactly, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm invested definitely, into it. Definitely don't want to put it all in there. That's for no, sure. No, 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 no. I Definitely don't. I think just, ha- just, just. Well, I don't even know, bro. Like, I don't know what's to come because you know, conspiracy people are saying stock market's gonna, you know, eventually come down, collapse, and, and all that stuff might happen. But I feel like we try to predict it so much that we get caught. We get like, you know, it's that whole fear shit that we're always moving in fear, trying to beat, trying to beat the the shark that's moving. You know.
0: Yeah. The one thing that. Well, two things that are very related that I feel like uh, one of them is, the, is more in the conspiracy community and in the, the other one, although it's related, I see everybody doing it, is like the for, first, and you'll see why they're related why after, I, after I say them both, but I, I think I have to separate them in order to be clear. So the first one is like the Illuminati or the Cabal or like the elite, whatever you want to call them, right? The Deep state. Um, like, I'm just, I'm, I believe, again, kind of harking back to that indigenous worldview that like the, the mother is earth and the earth is alive. It's a living being. And like the forests are like the lungs of the earth and the oceans are like the blood and humanity is an organ of the earth. And like our purpose is ethereal. It's emotional. And, um, and so, like, when people talk about the Illuminati and all these things as if they're so evil, like, that's us, like, like putting that negative fear energy out, that loosh out, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, the fact that people always want to, like, make the Illuminati an enemy or, like, make the Cabal an enemy, it's like, you are the Illuminati. You are the Cabal. Like, when are you going to ex- take responsibility for the decisions that you've made in your life and start moving forward from there? You know and then so and then that's like in the com- conspiracy community one right but then a very related one that's very that's that i see all people doing right is like trying to say like we're separate from nature or like we're nature's big fuck up or like technology like we've created this thing that's like not natural but it's like mm-hmm. it's all natural we're natural we created We were created from something natural and then we created something natural. Like it might be a lot different than what you're used to, but how is it not natural? Like the separation, this, this like idea that we're separate from the Illuminati or we're separate from nature or technology is separate from nature or we're separate from technology. Like all this like division is just, that's like the foundation to their whole divide and conquer strategy. It's like taking mm-hmm. that a whole nother level it's like they're okay so i even me saying their divide and conquer strategy it's 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 somebody else's idea that they're acting upon, but I'm a part of it too, and so I have to accept my responsibility as you know i i oftentimes refer to them as them or as something that's not attached to me like all all of humanity we are truly all one and I think even our verbiage the way we talk about these things needs to needs to start pushing more towards love and and, and like I know the Illuminati sucks I know that they've you know there's a depopulation plan trust me I've got I've been all down all those rabbit holes too but are we just gonna like continue living our life like that going down all these rabbit holes or are we gonna like try to find a way to change at least like like you were saying like build your own community like like at least affect the people around you at least love at least bring love to their world at least show them a way of life that can help them and like at least one by one maybe we can actually you know because on an individual level right so humanity is all one but then every individual that makes up that one is kind of like a cell within our body you know like uh, we're made up of a bunch of cells and technically even every one of those cells is a living being, just like we're a living being and they don't know that they're they don't they don't always maybe some of them are super lit super woke you know and maybe is completely aware that it's part of a body but maybe a lot of them are not you know maybe a lot of them just think that they're an individual You know what i mean and so it's kind of like the same thing with us like a lot of us are walking around thinking that we're individuals not realizing that we're a part of the body that is humanity you know and uh and like the illuminati is a part of that body And, and even if it's a super sick part of it we need to heal it and if that and if taking it through the healing process kills some of it so be it and the part that wants to be healed can heal the individuals that are in the Illuminati, like especially yeah. the younger ones, you know, I'm yeah. sure a lot of them actually do have good intentions. That's why we're seeing the evolution that we're seeing. That's why we're seeing the information leaks that we're seeing stuff like that, you know?
1: It sounds good, bro. I, I, I'm i all for the love part. I'm all for the love part, man. But I'm I'm, I'm starting to see that. I think it's, it's it sounds, I don't even like, and when I say this shit, you know, people always tell me, oh, stop being negative. You can't look at it like that. I think it's too late for all that, bro, to, for all of us, just to, some people just don't want to help each other. Some people, no matter, no matter if the person you are, you know, you can have someone that's known you forever and they, and you don't, and you don't even have to be trying to influence them, you know, aggressively, you could just be doing you and they will still not choose to, and they can see everything going right for you in your life. And they will still choose not to, you know, even just, maybe I'm going to try what Chris is doing because you know, like every, it seems like he might kind of figure it out. Maybe, you know, and so I just feel like the whole love and all of us being one, I agree. We all we all want are one conscious and we all are experiencing a different journey of that of that consciousness, the creator, whatever. I do agree with that. But at the end of the day, I think we just gotta save ourselves, bro. Like whatever your way of getting back to the creator is, that's your way, bro. But I I'm this is my way and I'm gonna figure I'm gonna get there. This is my journey to get there. I don't know what your journey is gonna be, but all that I love and coming together, bro. I, I tried doing that. I tried building a community and it backfired. It backfired, bro. The person that I thought I was building a community with had a whole fucking exorcism in my house. You know, I saw, I saw his real side. I, 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 it was some dark shit. And I'm like, yo, I felt like I needed to see that because I was going to get more invested with this person. I was going you know, I, I to start selling shrooms with him and everything. I was going to get more involved with him. And it, the universe was like, look at this person. Like, look into this person. I brought them into my home and everything brought people into my home. And I started experiencing all this dark shit. And I'm like, yo, wait, hold up, hold up. I thought I was bringing love into my house. I thought I was bringing more people that were vibrating high into my house. And I've always been by myself for the most part. And I've never experienced dark shit. I've always moved in light and love and everything. And as soon as you bring some other folks in here, this shit happened. I thought we we're supposed to strengthen, our love and our frequency and our, and our, and keep all this shit away from us. And when now we're attracting it more, like it's a, it, just, it just turned me off, and I just realized not everybody wants to help themselves. And at the end of the day, because we are programmed with fear, we're also programmed not to trust anybody, and even when you do try to give someone the benefit of the doubt, they, they, show you, they, they show you, like, damn, we really can't trust, it ruins it for everybody. So I don't know, bro, I just think I get, I'm, I'm going to move with love myself. And I'm going to keep moving with love. And hopefully I influence the next person to move with love. But I'm over trying to tell somebody, look it, look what love can do for you, bro. Because that, it don't, I can have all the, inf- all the facts in front of them. Look what, look what love did for me, bro. All this shit. And people will still be like, nah, because it's not time for them, you know? So whenever it's their time, that's when they'll figure it out. And they'll go down that journey and, and, and return back to the love and the one that we all are. But the way it's looking now, I don't know, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it's,
0: oh no, so I, many I, sides I completely, I completely agree with everything you just said um i don't think I, I think the only the only way to get people to see it is to show it show them like like you said you can put all the facts in front of them you want you can doesn't matter you can try to explain away all, all day but i think you just have to love people for where they're at you know like you like yes normies whatever like mm-hmm. you have to love them too and uh yeah mm-hmm. and just, i'm
1: getting there bro that's where i'm getting there. that's why i was like oh who, like i don't i don't even know if everything all. This- Israel, so I could I, you know what, what I thought tell people like you, look, I went down the rabbit hole already, i right? y'all good up here, stay up here and just keep vibrating the way y'all vibrating, don't even waste your fucking time because <laughs> we don't know, but hey man if you if you're believing everything the government's telling you to that's your that's your bad you know if you can't just be taking everybody what they' telling you, face value, go do your own thing, look into it yourself, try to find the answers yourself so you feel more at ease with it you know. That, that you know, like we were talking earlier about the thought, you know, you have to have a, a a positive way of looking at something so you can manifest the better of that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, man. It comes down to um, what I was just talking about with truth and lies. Like yeah. the truth is, is yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and like, <clears throat> man, this this kind of, I think we can kind of wrap it up with this, man. Cause this is, this is a good ending that I just thought of is like, truth and lies, right? Like so okay, so somebody's like, "All right, well then how do you tell the difference?" All right? It's so like we were talking about earlier the power of your faith. What's the opposite of faith? Like that's it's doubt, okay? Mm. So if you doubt everything and you don't put your faith in anything, the only thing that's left is the truth. Because the lies need you to believe in them in order to live. Literally, they they survive on your faith. But yeah. the truth will be the truth whether you believe in it or not. Yeah. And and I feel for me when I when I finally did that when I stopped believing in everything, the truth was beyond words, and it was at a level of like intuition and emotion, you know, totally beyond. I'm trying I'm trying to form a message to send to you and to every listener that hears this to to try to like paint a picture in their mind and try to like share an experience that they can try to understand when when the sound waves hits their ears and then they relate it to their own experience. But at the end of the day, like what it is, is just beyond symbols, man. It's just, it, it's impossible to communicate with symbols because we're limited by the symbols themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that, bro. I like that.
0: Hell great, yeah, man. This, was, a, this was an awesome talk, man. What, did you have any concluding thoughts?
1: uh keep questioning shit people keep breaking the matrix healing the matrix whatever you know however you want to look at it we all feel like we all believe the same thing in a certain way just in different ways you know different names you can call it a god you can call it a matrix you can call it a universe whatever you want to call it you know uh and yeah stop believing what these people are telling you stop watching tv get off your phones for a little bit go outside go get some sun go love on people you know, I know that they've scared us to completely do the opposite of all everything I just said, but fuck it, man. Go, just enjoy, enjoy your time here, and stop living in fear. For real, stop living in fear. But I gotta get you on my show too, bro. And we're gonna call that shit "Heal the Matrix," and we're gonna talk about healing the shit. All
0: right, word up. I mean, we could we could post this one on both of them if you want to, but um, it's up to you.
1: Nah, I'm gonna get you back on my shit. <laughs> all
0: right, word up, dude. All
1: right. I, gotta do, I gotta do the conspiracy spin to it, you know.
0: I heard that. I heard that. Well, yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to it, and I appreciate you uh, being on Alien Nation. And uh, I look forward to being on Chrisspiracy.
1: Shout out to your followers. Thank you guys for listening to me on this episode. Go check out Crispiracy if if you want to. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at ChrisXMatt.
0: Yes, definitely check out. Uh, definitely check out Crispiracy. I checked out the uh, Eyes episode. If you're into hip hop, definitely check out the Eyes episode. Um, the, the Murph episode, uh, the, the TT nine zero episode about the plasma apocalypse. That shit was fucking crazy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. It's a good show, man. And, and like, I don't, I don't, I want, I do want to say this, man, don't let that one bad experience deter you from creating a community. Cause I I feel, I feel you, man. I feel like you got a, you got a, a bright vision and a lot of love to share with people. And there are certain, um, entities or whatever you may call them like maybe it maybe not even that person specifically but maybe like something that that person was dealing with at that time or maybe it is that person i don't know because i'm not there but just don't let don't let that discourage you from doing from creating the the loving community and like i don't i don't believe in utopia like i don't think that it's like the hippie vision per se Yeah, but uh i do think that that love is i mean just just like
1: you're cancer bro (laughs)
0: yeah for sure
1: <laughs> you're all about love and peace and i get it bro yeah i'm a scorpio so my my like the way i say things may come off as rude or me being an asshole but my intentions is always pure and there is love behind everything that i am saying because i really love humanity and, I, and that's why i'm speaking the way i'm speaking and that's why i'm trying to share the shit that i'm trying to share because i am looking out for Whoever is listening, you know, and I think we get so passionate about trying to help humanity that it kind of starts dividing us because we start creating that, those conflicts and different sides and, you know, all that, you know, just back and I forth. I totally
0: agree. You, you got to have that energy in the community too to cut out the bullshit. Cause that's the one thing about like the whole loving thing is like it, it becomes like a lot of a way, way too hippie sometimes, you know? It's like that whole turn the other cheek shit doesn't always work, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: man, it, it doesn't doesn't but but i appreciate you bro thank you so much for having me on this is
0: awesome i'll holla at you
1: holla i mean hey send me the audio if you want to though if anything for sure for sure all right man thanks man see you later
0: thank you peace